Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. And welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of the Battered Jets Fans Podcast. I am ready to get hurt again because I am getting my hopes up on this quarterback. And Rodney is up. Before we get into that, real quick, how are you doing, Manny? I'm doing amazing, bro. I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm glad that we are getting these little off-season episodes out of the way just to kind of give our fans something to, you know, something to nibble on while, you know, we don't have a lot of football to talk about our own specific teams. Obviously, the Super Bowl's coming up, but to be able to drop little nuggets here and there uh, as far as what's going on with our team is fun. Yeah, this isn't going to be our usual, you know, 50 minutes to an hour episode. We're going to start dropping more episodes more frequently, but kind of geared towards specific topics. Because, I mean, honestly, who wants to sit through an hour of Jets talking the offseason? I mean, I know Manny doesn't. I don't mind it too much, but we'll see how this goes. All right, so today we're going to address the elephant in the room, right? We Huge hired elephant. our OC, right? We were, we're, we talked about it last week, the, all the options for offensive coordinator. Well, praise to you, sir. You knocked it out of the park. You, you, you said you were 98% sure that it was going to be Nathaniel Hackett, and Nathaniel Hackett it was. And it was more than anything because I, f- I felt like the Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers from the yeah. start. And I felt like this was the domino that needed to fall. And not to say that it guarantees that we're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Correct. But I felt like this was a necessary domino to fall in order to get closer to the acquisition of Aaron Rodgers. Right. But let's address that. So let's start talking Aaron Rodgers. Yep, let's do it. Now, I'm sure that you've heard pros and cons. I've heard mm-hmm. surprisingly a lot of cons. I, so have uh, I. Which is surprising to me because I feel like everybody should be happy at the thought of getting somebody like Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. So before we get into Aaron Rodgers, I wanted to touch real quick on Nathaniel Hackett. Let's do it. The reason I always thought that Nathaniel Hackett was necessary for Aaron Rodgers is not only because Aaron Rodgers gets along with him so he likes him so he talks so highly about Nathaniel Hackett, but because he played so well under Nathaniel Hackett. Agreed. Now, some of the rhetoric is that he wasn't necessarily calling all the plays, right? LaFleur was calling a lot of the plays because he right. took over some of the offensive duties. Now, I will tell you that Nathaniel Hackett was strictly calling or, or he was one of his main responsibilities was the red zone offense. Now, in 2020, when Aaron Rodgers won his first MVP in those back-to-back seasons, mm-hmm. you want to know what the touchdown percentage was in the red zone that Hit year? Hit me with it. 78%. of the time they were getting in the end zone, not field goals, not just scoring 78% of the time they scored a touchdown when they got into the red zone. And that was Nathaniel Hackett's responsibility, right? What did the jets lack? What did the jets lack in Minnesota when they made it to the red zone six times? I knew you were going to bring that up. That's why I said, Ooh, that's why I brought that up. We needed some red zone offense, right? We needed somebody so that you're could saying, pull off those so you're plays. Saying six straight field goals wasn't good enough. You need touchdowns. Yeah. That's what you're you saying. You need right? touchdowns, and apparently, this guy can. Once you get in the red zone, he knows how to draw them up. Um, so Nathaniel Hackett is a good offensive mind. Yeah. So even if we don't land Aaron Rodgers, which I really, I still, for some odd reason, feel like we will. Okay. But even if we don't, I thought Nathaniel Hackett wasn't a bad hire. And just tell me, what do you think about the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing before we get into Aaron Rodgers? I I, I like the Nathaniel Hackett because remember one of the one of the gripes that I had with some of the names that we had on that list last week was the fact that there wasn't a lot of experience in most of that list. It was going to be like first time offensive coordinators, never called plays before offensive coordinators, and the passing like, game coordinators. Right. The reason I like Nathaniel Hackett was because he has that experience. Yes, he had a shitty experience as a head coach, but we've said this many a times. As long as, and I'm sure other fans have said it. 
just because you don't succeed as a head coach doesn't mean you won't succeed as an offense or a defensive coordinator. Like sometimes that is what your niche is. And I think for you guys, um, whether it's A-Rod or whether it's another quarterback, which we'll obviously talk about later on um, in these offseason episodes, if it does, if it ends up not being Aaron Rodgers, I think Vic Fangio is the guy to get the most out of your quarterback room. All right. So, uh, so that was the whole Nathaniel Hackett thing. Yeah. But let, let's get on to Aaron Rodgers. Let's do it. Aaron Rodgers, I've heard some people say that he might be on a decline. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't necessarily uh, a hot take. He had one of his um, lowest performing seasons this past year. Mm-hmm. But even with that, let me give you the numbers, okay? He threw for 3,695 passing yards. Yes, he did. He had 26 touchdowns, and his QBR rating was 91.1. Yep. Now, when you take into consideration that it's Jets fans that are trashing these numbers, yep. let me put this into context. Do it. When we're talking about the Jets, if he were to be a if he was a New York Jet last year and he yep. had his worst season in a while mm-hmm. and he threw for 3,695 yards, guess where that would land him on the all-time QB leaderboard for yards in a season? He would be fifth all time. One of his worst seasons ever. Yep. When you take into consideration the 26 touchdowns, guess what, Manny? We've only had one QB in our history <coughs> throw for 30 touchdowns. Only one, Ryan Fitzpatrick, only yep. one to hit 30 touchdowns. He threw 26. That would put him third all time. And then QB already 91.1, that would put him fourth all time. So yep. I don't know if Jets fans are necessarily the, the fan base that should be getting picky about the QBs they're getting because even a bad Aaron Rodgers is better than what we're used to, better than what's out there, and better than what we've had in the last decade or so. Ooh, more than a decade, really. I think, I think they sound battered. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I think that, first of all, I think most Jets fans are trying to say, let's not, let's not jump the gun here and think we're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Because you, you, you know what that sets you up for? Major disappointment if it doesn't happen. And then, you know what they'll do? They'll go and start attacking the GM. Or they'll start attacking the head coaches. And they'll be like, oh, look, they couldn't pull it off. Oh, they couldn't do this. Oh, this guy sucks. It, it happens to every fan base. You get your hopes up for that said player. And then when your GM can't pull them in, you start attacking everybody else in your organization. So I, I think that's a portion of it. The second portion is, Danny, if I were to ask you, Danny, do you want 3,695 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 12 interceptions compared to 3,522, 24 touchdowns, 14 picks, quarterback rating of 86.3? Or if I told you, Danny, you could have a quarterback that throws for 3,500 yards? 25 touchdowns and eight picks and has a rating of 105.5. Which one, which one of those quarterbacks would you end up wanting? The latter. The latter, right? You know who that was? Mm-hmm. Who? Tua to Just wanted to throw that out there. But what I'm saying is that even even on that, that system he had where he had almost no O-line, he had no receivers to throw. Can you imagine what Aaron Rodgers could do throwing the ball to Garrett Wilson? Well, I think that a lot of people, yeah. Well, I think a lot of people aren't taking into consideration that he lost Devontae Adams last year. Like, that's a huge piece to how successful he was in the years before. And and there was a lot of people that were giving him grief because he was going hard on the young receivers. He was like, oh, they're not going to many stuff. He's like, but I mean, he's towards the end of his career. He needs somebody to produce. Right. So um, now I will tell you one thing that does worry me a little bit is that I looked at his game logs from last year. Yep, which not, I'm looking at right now. Not once did he throw for over 300 yards. 
No, his best game was against the Cowboys, where only he threw for 224, three touchdowns, no picks. He had a, almost a perfect quarterback rating. But again, he only completed 70% of his passes that game. And I know no. that I'm saying only because, like, if it's not a high number, but, right, you but gotta, Aaron Rodgers talking when you're about. talking about Aaron Rodgers, 70%, you're like, come on, son. But again, right. he doesn't have a lot of people to throw the ball to in Green Bay. He had no tight end to think of. Like, at one point, he was throwing touchdowns to Mercedes Lewis, who's about 48 years old, still playing still tight end. NFL, huh? Yeah, he's still in the fucking tight Come on now. So it's like, you could shit on Aaron Rodgers as much as you want, but you know you want him. If you had to pick between Aaron Rodgers and your current quarterback room, you're taking Aaron Rodgers six times a week and twice on Sundays. Aaron Rodgers, to me... In the Jets would fit perfectly because let's say that game that you just gave us an example, the Cowboys game. Yeah. Like we want a quarterback that could fit the system of let's run the ball, let's play good defense. Now, of course, if you have Aaron Rodgers, you might air it out a little more, obviously, but you can you can rely on that run game also. We don't need him to throw over 300 yards consistently. Yeah. He almost got them into the playoffs with that shitty roster. Yes, he did. It, it, it came down to the last weekend of the of the season. Yes, he did. So, Aaron Rodgers can still get you to the playoffs. He was the ringing back-to-back MVP this before this last season. He didn't completely fall off a cliff. No. Now, I have heard some people say, though, like, he's kind of old. Yes, this is true. He is a little bit on the older side. So I decided to look into Tom Brady. Tom Brady, of course, is an aberration. He is the greatest yes. of all time. Yes. But if, if I were to ask you over the last 15 years, who are the best quarterbacks over the span of the last 15 years, I would assume you would say Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady's Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Those would be okay, like... But, but that are still playing. playing. Right, right, right. Right. So so I figured I'd look into Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? There's yeah. an age yeah. difference there. Right. So I looked. If Aaron Rodgers were to play for the New York Jets week one, he would be 39 years old. Yeah. So let's look into Tom Brady. Where was he when he was 39 years old? Well, that was 2016. In 2016, the Patriots went 14 and 2. Mm-hmm. He was 39 years old. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. At 39. And, and let me say, I, I, I don't think it goes, I don't think this is a hot take. Technically speaking, and I mean technically, just in the skill position of it, uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers is a better passer than Tom Brady. Tom Brady is I, obviously the much better quarterback. We know that. But when it comes to passing the ball, very little people can fuck with Aaron Rodgers. I've heard it on numerous occasions when people say Aaron Rodgers is the best passer I've ever, they've ever seen in their lives. Maybe yeah. only compared to maybe Dan Marino. Right. Like as far as just passing, just passing. the ball. Just passing, just passing the, the ball. Not, right. not overall reading the plays. No, no. Just passing the ball. I've, that's something that I've heard. He throws beautiful the balls. Last right. <laughs> so Tom Brady at the age of 40. Yeah. Guess what he did? What did he do? He was the he was the NFL MVP and was he, he made it to the Super Bowl. Oh. He lost the Super Bowl to Philly, yeah, but he made yeah. it. And then at the age of forty one, again won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So 39, 40, 41, That would be the next three seasons. I, I, I don't. Am think I saying can... Aaron Rodgers is that guy? I'm not saying that. No. But I'm saying that it's not necessarily completely like out of this world to think that he could no. do something close to that. I don't think it's confusing. And, and, and I think that Joe Douglas will be put in a position, right, where he already has the running game. He already mm-hmm. has talented wide receivers. He could get more uh, offensive line help in free agency. And I get it. That's $60 million contract, which, which should be benefiting you, New York Jets fans, right now. And listening to when he was on the Pat McAfee show, Pat McAfee brought up that $60 million contract. And he's like, that's going to be a lot of money for some other team to take on. 
you know, kind of give him the, that little pun right there. And he goes, no, I think we could do some type of restructuring deals to be able to make it beneficial for, for another team. So think about it. He's already, he's already got one foot out the door. Don't you want him to be on your team before he ends up, let's say, in Miami or Oakland or – ooh, I said Oakland. My bad. Las Vegas, Washington, some other team. You don't want Aaron Rodgers to escape the ability to come to New York. If he's even slightly open to the idea of coming to New York, you have to go after Aaron Rodgers. Um. Aaron Rodgers, I think what, what some people or at least some Jets fans are, right. are worried about is the compensation that you have to give up. For sure. Now, some people are throwing out two first-round picks. Listen to me. There you go. It is not going to take two first-round picks to get Aaron Rodgers. I don't it think so either. Take, it might not even take one first-round pick. I think it will take at least one. It might. It might, but at it won't be one. more than one. No. And it might not be one. You know what? I'm going to give you a couple reasons why. One. Okay. They, they can't just trade him wherever the hell they want. He'll no. just say he's going to retire. Yeah. So he gets to choose where he's going. And that's going to bring it down to two to three teams maybe. So yeah. those two to three teams might be fighting with each other. Right. Two, yes, I just said that he's 39, so he could maybe play into his mid-40s. 40, 41, but, 42. But there's no, years out of him. there's no guarantee that. He could just randomly switch up and be like, you know what, I kind of feel like retiring. Right. And three, they're doing the Packers a favor. Mm -hmm. they, they, they've already they came out and they said they're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And Not they're also, words, but they're open to trading him, which is basically means we're ready to move on from him. Right. They, they don't draft this kid love if they, if they, that wasn't in the plans a couple years ago. Right. And then he wins back to back MVPs, but you know, and, yeah, exactly. And then they, they're also saving a bunch of money. So I agree. They're, they're ready to move on. They're ready for the next chapter of the Packers football. And I, again, they're going to ask for something, but I don't think it's two first round picks. I think it's, it's, a lot of it's going to be conditional draft picks. Like, let's in say, my next mind, in my mind, I think you guys have to trade at least a first rounder. One, I can see a third rounder, and, and that would be the conditional pick, depending on what his stats are, depending on how many games he plays, depending if you get into the playoffs, it could turn into a two or maybe another one. But right. I think that, that third rounder is the conditional one. Do you think there's a scenario where you can package Zach Wilson out of town and send no. him to Green Bay? I think that's one of the positives for bringing in Aaron Rodgers in. Because I think if you bring in Carr, you bring in Jackson, you bring in any other young QB, yeah. Zach Wilson kind of has to go out the door right. because you have your long-term solution. But Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson apparently have a really good bond. I'm not sure why. Maybe they're both assholes and they just get along. That, that's more than but, likely what it is. That is so more they than get, So I think that it would be great for Zach Wilson – as the number two overall pick, to kind of sit back and learn from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and Rod Aaron Rodgers isn't going to teach you shit. He's not about teaching young bucks, but I'm just letting you know right now. What? You, but, you can learn a lot from but he, but, he, but he gets along with Zach Wilson, so maybe that would be the exception. Yeah. So I think that that might play in the favor of Zach Wilson. I agree. All, all that said, I, I oddly do feel like the, like the Jets have a really good shot. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I, don't, I don't want us to sign out real quick. I know it's, it's, it's a battered Jets fan short, but – I, I, I want to throw this out there. If it's not A-Rod, right? And I know it's mainly about A-Rod. If you don't get him in your eyes, is it a failure based off what the market is out there? Like, if you don't get Aaron Rodgers, are you happy with choice B, C, D, and E? The only other choice that I would be happy with, which we could talk about next right. later this week, is Derek yeah. Carr. Okay. And, and we'll cover that later this week. Yeah, That's yeah. the only one that I would be satisfied with. Anything else, I think, would be a failure. Perfect. That's um, all I wanted to hear. But, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers puts you in a win-now position, which is where Jets fans want to be. 
because we're dying to make the playoffs. And if you make him, all of a sudden, you're not just expecting playoffs. You're expecting a deep playoff run. You exceeded I- expectations like we talked about on last week's episode. You exceeded expectations. You bring in Aaron Rodgers with this defense, which apparently I'm the only one who thinks it's a great defense. And quarterback play is what made them look marginally worse. Um, you have the running game. You have Garrett Wilson to get the rock. Joe Douglas will draft another stud at wide receiver, tight end, somebody to come in and fill that void at the other position to get less attention away from Garrett Wilson. Dude, you get Aaron Rodgers, you guys could definitely play for a, a strong, strong playoff push. So I just want to end it on two things. Yeah. First thing, and it's a question for you. If sure. Aaron Rodgers is on the 2022 New York Jets, do they make the playoffs? Yes, 100%. I agree. I think 100%. they have a chance to win the division. I, it's not even, it's not even a, a, within my doubt. There were moments where all you needed was the one pass to get completed. The all one chance was to get one into the end zone. Drives. Yeah. That's my point. Aaron Rodgers gets you that pass. Aaron Rodgers gets you into the end zone. 100%. He, you guys are in the playoffs. And two, just to bring it back. And wait, we got and, Brett and, you, and, you, and you don't lose 11 to 6 or 9, whatever it was, against the Miami Dolphins in week, in week 18. You definitely no, don't do that. And those two games against the Patriots, those are yeah, yeah. heartbreakers. No, you win those. Go ahead. Uh, and in 2008, when we got Brett Favre, just so you know, just to, to line it up so you can see how history could repeat itself. Yeah. The year before, well, this year, Aaron Rodgers was upset that they got rid of Devontae Adams. He had a rough year without him. The year before Brett Favre left, he was upset because they were supposed to get Randy Moss. I remember. And they, decided not to, they decided not to spend the money, and he was disgruntled all the year and requested a trade. And there we are. He ended up retiring, coming back, and ended up on the Jets. So maybe history repeats itself one well, more time. You don't want it to repeat itself, though, because Brett Favre's stint did not go very well in New York. You guys did play really great ball, but it diminished right there at the very end when he got that when he when he hurt his shoulder. Mm-hmm. So you don't. We want were eight and three, though. Itself. Right, you don't want history repeating itself. Uh, but Aaron, Ro- something about Aaron Rodgers following in Brett Favre's footsteps that kind of sets the alarm bells off in my head that I'm not a Jets fan. I'm like, does Aaron Rodgers really want to be a Jet? Because he's technically playing a, the exact Brett Favre role. I'm just saying that I'm that, that is true. There. That that's a good point. Now I will tell you something that nobody's brought up, and we could get ended with this. Yeah, I don't know if you remember when the first time, or like two or three years ago, when he first started flirting with retirement. Yeah. Wasn't it to host Jeopardy? Yes, it was. It was to host Jeopardy. Did yeah. everybody forget that this guy might want a life in media? Like he he's like a regular on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Like he might want a career in media after this. That's his boys. Shows. Pat McAfee and AJ Hawk, those are his boys. So for yeah, sure. No, yeah. AJ Hawk with the Packers. So yeah. and then Jeopardy, he was just he just like being the Jeopardy he's host. A natural. He's a natural too, man. So how would not either ending up in L.A., which the, nobody in L.A. needs a quarterback no, right now, no. or in New York, how would those not be natural transitions into what he wants to do after his career is over? Nobody's talking about that, and I think that that's something, a little food for thought, because yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers would benefit from living in New York and playing in New York. I agree. All right, All right well, that was this Aaron Rodgers short episode, and uh, we'll catch you er, next, later this week to talk later some Derek Carr. Yeah, we'll do Thank it. Thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you later. Deuces.